Welcome to the Strong Girl Squad podcast where I aim to help women with all things health and fitness, fat loss, confidence and mindset so that you can move away from restrictions, fad diets and unrealistic expectations so you can ultimately live a happier and healthier life. If you enjoy this podcast and would like to know more about working with me, please check the show notes below. All right, ladies. So in this episode of the podcast, I am going to be explaining why everybody should be weight training, the benefits of weight training, the benefits of getting strong, and also the benefits of having enough protein within the diet. So if you're not already weight training, by the end of this podcast, I hope it gives you the incentive to start weight training. And if you're already weight training, freaking amazing. Keep going because it's something that all women should be making sure is a key focus in their life in order to build confident bodies, but to just get strong, stay strong so they can live a longer and healthier life. So the most efficient and effective way that we can get strong, create definition in the body and quote unquote create the toned look in our body is through strength training okay so all of my clients strength train at least three times a week three times a week and as I said at the start of the podcast it's something that I encourage all women to be doing now I generally believe that in order for women to get in the best shape of their life it's going to come down to strength training I know like cardio and hit and circuit training in the past has been proven to be quite popular but it's actually not going to allow you to achieve the strong feminine body that most women actually want to achieve. So these type of workouts will help you to lose weight, but the impact on building a strong body with lean muscle doesn't weigh up in consideration to actual strength training. Not to mention, if you're doing five hit sessions a week, that is going to place an extreme amount of stress on your body, okay? because it is very, very taxing. And it can also lead you to feeling, you know, quite tired, quite worn out, quite bugger for the rest of the day, which can decrease your motivation to want to move, i.e. decrease your um, ability to get your steps in, but it also can also increase your hunger significantly because you have used a ton and ton of energy carrying out that HIIT workout, or carrying out that circuit training that your body needs or is asking you for more energy to replenish all that energy that you have used. And, you know, doing five hit sessions a week or whatever it is, is is not sustainable. Like you cannot, you know, continue doing that kind of for the rest of your life and continue that kind of vicious cycle in terms of hit sessions five days a week, which decreases your, you know, your energy to actually get your steps in, which is just as important as your weight training and also like just constantly increasing your hunger because for example if you have a goal of fat loss in order to lose weight you need to be in a calorie deficit so that means that you're reducing the food that you intake um, and obviously if your hunger's increased that can have an impact on whether you stay in that calorie deficit or not and that will impact whether you're going to lose weight or not. Strength training will also speed up your metabolism so it's going to make you more efficient at burning more energy which is going to help you appear leaner more defined and in that toned look so when you're in a calorie deficit and weight training with adequate protein 
the weight you do lose is going to be predominantly fat and not muscle because ultimately whether you're in a fat loss phase like you want to make sure that you're we avoid losing muscle because at the end of the day lean muscle is what helps you to look stronger to look more defined and to create that feminine body now I know it might be hard to believe but you can be losing fat and the scale weight may not be going down okay and you know scale weight is often the last last mark of progress I use with my clients I never weigh myself my weight hasn't really changed probably in the last five years however I know that my body fat has changed because I go through periods of being able to fit into certain clothes and then I put them in my cupboard um, and then I go to try them on again and suddenly they don't fit and I still keep them in my cupboard because we don't chuck anything out, do we? Just in case we decide that we want to wear it again and then I'll try it on again and then suddenly it fits. So like your body fat um, and like the the composition of your body can change significantly without your scale weight actually going down and that's often why like coming away from scale weight is super super important um because strength training has so so many benefits in terms of health but in also in terms of your composition that if you're feeling better in certain clothes um you know if you're feeling stronger more confident in your body and the scale weight hasn't come down like you're not gonna feel shit because that scale weight hasn't come down if you're feeling freaking great from everything else that you can see that you're progressing in so fat loss is purely the loss of fat okay and this is why taking photos and measurements is key here um, and coming away from that scale weight is super important now over time you will lose weight but this is going to happen over a longer period of time whereas when you lose fat that happens in a shorter period of time so the way that I explain to my clients is that strength strength training is where you get the best of both worlds, okay? So you get strong, you build and maintain lean muscle, you create a toned feminine physique, which is just most women are looking to achieve. Whereas cardio and HIIT workouts and things like that, they're, they're purely just going to burn fat. They're not going to create much definition you know cardio literally alone won't create definition and it actually can lead to muscle loss because you're not placing the necessary stress on the body or the muscles in order for them to break and then break in a good way and then grow and then become stronger so I wanted to run through why it is so so important that we actually have muscle now I think it's very common when I speak to women who haven't had much experience with weight training or don't weight train and their first thought is they don't want to get too muscly and like I completely understand why they may be saying this or where they may be coming from because of social media and maybe you know in back in the olden days that was kind of the image that was portrayed men went to the gym they trained and weights they got muscly But for women, we actually don't have the physiological, it won't have the same physiological impact on us as it does men. We cannot build muscle like men do unless you're taking a substance that most women aren't taking unless potentially you're, I don't know, an athlete. And even then, I don't know, like if it's fully allowed. Um, So regardless of weight training for women, you will not gain the same muscle mass as men 
And as much as we want to build and maintain muscle, it takes a freaking long time to build a significant amount of muscle. It takes a long time. It takes a lot of consistency. It takes a, you know, lot of emphasis on your nutrition and being in a calorie surplus to build a significant amount of muscle. So I'm hoping that by the end of the podcast, after explaining to you why muscle is so important, and now that you know that as a woman, you cannot build the same muscle mass as men from weight training, this is going to try and hopefully reduce any fears that you have of, you know, getting out of your comfort zone and getting in the gym or getting some weights and starting your weight training journey. Because honestly, the amount of women that I've spoke to and even my clients who didn't weight train before working with me, they freaking absolutely love it. They can see so many positive changes in their body composition, but even more than that, they can see their strength improving. They can see how much of an impact lifting weights has made their life easier on the outside of the gym, so to speak. So like even for, you know, women, if you have young children, carrying children, like lifting weights is going to make you so much stronger. So carrying your children is going to become easier. Even simple things like taking the bloody groceries from the car to, um, you know, into the house, lifting that is going to be easier. You know, even simple things like getting up and off the floor sounds ridiculous, but that can be something that some people struggle with. Lifting weights and getting stronger and building muscle is going to help make your life literally so much easier and so much more enjoyable because the things that once were potentially difficult for you to do become so much easier due to you building that strength within weight training. So people with greater levels of muscle mass and strength have lower levels. And I I wanted to just run through a few key, I should have said that first, a few key pointers as to why you need to build muscle. You do not need to be scared of building muscle because as I said, you're not going to build too much muscle, like i.e. a man, for example, and all the other amazing benefits to actually building muscle and lean muscle are going to have a significant impact on your life and the quality of your life. So for example, people with greater levels of muscle mass and strength have lower levels of major chronic diseases like heart disease and diabetes. Having more muscle is also going to allow better recovery from injury, illness, and surgery. So for example, if you go into surgery, feeling fitter, feeling stronger with more muscle mass, you tend to recover quickly, quicker, generally the quality of your life as you age. So as you know, as we get older and, you know, I, for example, I've seen this in, you know, my grandma, she's 86 and life can be pretty tough for her. Like even just simply walking, getting up and down off the couch, like obviously she has to use like a a walker, a walking stick, like the quality of her life now that she's aged and her ability to be able to do things has significantly decreased. So by you weight training and building that muscle, which I'm going to continue to emphasize is a freaking good thing. The quality of, of your life is, you know, as you age is going to continue being better. So maintaining strength while aging is one of the best ways to main, maintain your independence and the quality of your life. So for example, you know, training weights at least two times a week is more than sufficient to make sure that we kind of receive those major health benefits. And it's it's going to mean you're able to live longer with more freedom, for example, 
put off going into a care home, having someone having to look after you and wipe your bum and just general freedom. Like, for example, now my granny, she, bless her, she was one independent woman, trust me. She still tries to be independent, but the reality is she doesn't have the strength anymore to, like, she's had a lot of falls recently and now my auntie's actually banned her from going into town in Wickham on her own on the bus because we're worried that she doesn't have the physical strength to be able to get to the bus stop on her own without falling and you know when you get older and you fall your bones are are so much more brittle that if she does fall the impact it can have on her is significantly higher than just say if I was to fall now like I said my auntie's banned her from going into Wickham on her own because we we just don't know if she's actually going to be able to make it there safely and building muscle the younger you are and building muscle is going to ultimately help put that stage of your life off and give you that freedom because there's so many things now my grandma she bless her she does I think she tries to do secretly she always tells me all these things that she's tried to do and she tells me not to tell my auntie because she thinks she's going to get in trouble but she just can't do them physically she's not able to do them anymore and that's because obviously she's at she's at a later stage in her life she doesn't have the strength there but you you know including weight training and making it a priority in your life because the thing with weight training is I think or when people think about going to the gym is a lot of people probably still have the thought process that going to the gym means you're just trying to lose weight. And it's it's so much more than that. Like for me now, I don't go to the gym because I'm trying to lose weight. I go to the gym because I want to fucking be strong. I want to be able to live a long and healthy life and have that freedom for as long as possible and have that independence where I don't need people to walk me down to the local shops to get my groceries because I have that strength within me and if you are in a position where you can put that off or like better yourself or do as much as possible to make sure that you can live the longest and healthiest and strongest life possible then you need to be making that a priority because like let's be honest nobody wants to go in a bloody care home nobody wants to have to use a walker down the street I mean, my grand, she, I don't know how she does it, but every time she has a fall or a little stumble or needs some help, apparently there's always these young, good-looking men helping her out. And I think it's a bit of a, who knows, maybe she's, I don't want to say she's putting it on because she's not, but just, yeah, conveniently, it's always good-looking young men that help her. But the point of the story is that, like, if you you need to start taking responsibility for your own strength, for your own body, for the longevity of your life and the way to do that is from weight training and if you're you don't have to have a goal of weight loss to do it you don't even have to have a physique goal or a body composition goal you literally can start weight training just because you want to live a longer and healthier life with more freedom for longer and be able to you know run around with your grandkids be able to look after your grandkids be able to look after your children things like that and I think recognizing the health benefits of weight training and building more muscle is key here because even if you don't have any other goal but to live a longer and healthy life then this is ultimately what you need to start doing in order to make sure that you can get there another 
benefit is um, increased BMR, so basal metabolic rate. And the more muscle mass we have, the more BMR, well, the increase in our BMR. So this just pretty much means that the more energy and calories that we need to keep the body living. So it just means you can potentially eat more food, so to speak. And as I've kind of spoke about already, but, you know, building lean muscle creates that quote unquote toned look. And that's what most women are looking to achieve. And it's funny, and I guess it's just a case of, you know, better understanding kind of what building muscle looks like and not being scared of it. But, you know, a, a lot of women will say, oh, you know, I don't I don't want to get too muscly or I don't want to build muscle. But they'll look at a female on social media or in the magazines and think, oh, my God, like her body is incredible. I, you know, potentially say I wish I had a body or that's the type of body that I would like to achieve. Ultimately, nine times out of ten, that body that you're aspiring to achieve or you look at and you think oh my god she looks incredible that is from weight training that definition in her body is from weight training the definition in her arms or in her back or in her legs is from weight training because that's ultimately what's gonna weight training is what helped create you know lean muscle in the body and definition another benefit of having more muscle is our uh, for our metabolic health so in other words to be metabolically metabolically can't pronounce that healthy it means that your body is able to respond to food in a beneficial way that reduces your risk of conditions such as obesity type 2 diabetes heart disease stroke kidney disease and non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and the thing here is that muscle is the biggest site for glucose disposable disposable i cannot speak today disposal and exercise is an independent way to clear glucose. So the more muscle mass you have, the greater capacity you have to clear blood glucose. And ultimately, long story short, summarized up, if you don't clear bug blood glucose, that is when it can lead to poor metabolic health. So leading to things like type 2 diabetes. Now, with building more muscle, there are three key determinants. So it's our nutrition and making sure that we get enough protein in and enough calories in to support building muscle is essential. And I'm going to come on to the importance of protein in a minute and um, why we need it and what role it actually plays in making sure that we are able to build that lean muscle that will ultimately make us stronger. The second determinant is exercise. So in order for us to grow muscle, exercise, stimulus, is what tells our muscle muscles to grow. So placing stress through weight training, a good stress on our bodies. And the way it works is that when you weight train, there's little muscle fibers within our body that break. And then what happens is they repair and then they grow stronger. And then we repeat that process every time we weight train. And that's ultimately how you build lean muscle and how you get stronger. And the third determinant of building more muscle is recovery. And pretty much we need time to adapt to our training and time to adapt before your next stimulus phase, so to speak. So this is why sometimes less is more. And this is a perfect example because often I will hear women say they're training five, six, seven days a week, but they're not losing any weight or they're not building muscle or they're not making progress. And it's because you're not giving your body enough time to recover. Do you know what I mean? The, like an analogy would be 
this could be a very simple one, but I'm going to say it anyway. It's like, you only have so much fuel in your car, okay? When the fuel runs out, your car will not go anywhere. So what you need to do is refuel it up in order to get to where you, obviously, to continue driving your car. It's the same with your body. You cannot continue to place stress on it every single day and put it through its paces and expect you to make progress and expect you to show up the next day in your training session and perform at an intensity that's actually effective because at some point you're going to crash. Your body needs time to recover. It's like when you don't get enough sleep or you've had a rough night's sleep and you wake up and you suppose and you you go to go train the next day like you'll notice that your training session is probably pretty shitty or maybe you're not lifting the weights that you were last week or yesterday and you think well why am I not doing it it's because it's because your body hasn't had enough time to recover it's shattered and ultimately with my clients I only ask them to train three times a week that is more than enough to stimulate muscle growth for them also knowing that only they have three sessions in the week is doable for people. Do you know what I mean? And for me, I only train three times a week and I absolutely fucking love my training. And it's because I know three times a week is more than enough. But also like if I had five, six days of training, I literally would dread it. I would not. I don't know, I know for a fact I wouldn't stick to it. And that's also why with my clients, I only give them three because the reality of life, your responsibilities and everything, I... I would never expect my clients to train five days a week because they don't need to train that much. And also I highly doubt they'll consistently get five days of training a week every single week. Whereas three days a week is far like far more manageable. And I know that they will be a lot more consistent with their training if they're only doing three. But also from a recovery standpoint, having a day in between or having a few days in between allows their body to recover enough so that the next time they go into that session or into their session they have that energy they have that motivation and they can train with intensity so that it's actually effective for their strength for their muscle growth and things like that so just remember if you're someone following you know five six days of training a week and you're not you don't feel like you're making progress with anything. It could be because you're you're training too much. And that is why, and which it can be quite scary because if you're so used to training so much and maybe previously you trained that much and you lost weight or you made progress or whatever it is. So you think, well, that's clearly what I have to do going forth. And if I don't, then I'm not going to make the progress I want to make. But that's not the way to think about it. And I just if you're in that stage of not making progress or even if the thought of training five days a week is just shit and you're just like you've got other responsibilities and you don't want to do it, don't train five days a week. Stick to three and three good sessions going in every session with intensity, you know, increasing your weights. If you get to the end of a set and you thought it was pretty easy, then you're not training hard enough. You're not lifting heavy enough. Like the programs that I program for my clients, if I see they've rated it under a five, like I know that's not on me because I do the workouts. I train the way my clients train and it can be freaking hard if you push yourself with intensity, if you go heavy enough. So I know that if they've rated under that, under a five or under on like the trainer eyes app, then I know they haven't lifted heavy enough weights. The last two reps should be an absolute struggle. 
you should be pulling pain faces. I do it all the time. If you haven't seen my Instagram videos, I like putting them up because then you then you can see this is actually what training looks like. It's not glorious. It's not, you know, I mean, some women probably look great when they go on the gym, but I bloody well don't. I'm sweating like anything. My face is red. The faces I have on my, I talk to myself, but don't give a shit because I'm going in there with in, like being intentional with my sessions and making sure I get the most out of those three because I know that's all I have. Anything more is a bonus if I go on the weekend and feel like it, great. But I think the intention behind the action does have a massive impact on the results that you will get. Now, just quickly want to talk about protein, okay? And I'm sure you've heard tons about protein on social media, etc. But protein is super, super, super important. Whether you're currently weight training or not, you should still be hitting a protein target. And I think some people get a bit mixed up and think, well, if I'm not weight training, then I don't have to have protein. That's absolutely incorrect. So if you're one of those people, you need to start looking at protein. And pretty much protein is the building blocks for all our cells. So it helps our body repair and recover and it should be a key focus in every single woman's diet. And as I said, even if you're not weight training currently, it still should be a focus because getting enough protein in our diet is absolutely essential. Now, protein is constantly required in our bodies, okay? We will always need protein and we always have a turnover of protein within the body, but there isn't really a store for it. And that's why we require essential amino acids from our diet. So there's certain amino, there's nine amino acids that we can't create in our body at all. So that's why you need to make sure that you're getting enough protein in because that is the only way we can get those essential amino acids into our diets. Otherwise, we may become deficient in certain things. So when we don't get enough from our diets, our body will break down our muscle mass to give us those essential amino acids, okay? Getting enough protein in is especially important for women as we age and go through menopause. So as we age and go through menopause, our bone density decreases. It can decrease up to 20%. But due to the hormonal changes and the reduction in estrogen, we tend to, I don't want to say, we don't get weaker, but in essence, I guess kind of we do. And that's why weight training, building lean muscle and getting enough protein in is super, super, super important as we age. So if you're in a position where, you know, the younger you are, that you start weight training and making sure protein is a focus, the better off you're going to be later in those stages in life. Now with protein to build or maintain muscle, it's normally recommended that we have 1.6 to 2.2 grams per kilogram of body weight. So for example, if you're a 60 kilogram female and we're going to aim for two grams a day, you'd be looking at a calorie, uh, a protein target of 120 grams of protein per day. Now, if you're not used to eating protein, and I know some of my clients, when I've set them targets, have been a bit, not fearful, but obviously they're not used to eating that much. So they just can't possibly think how can they get it all in. But the best way to actually do this and make sure you hit your protein target is just by spreading it out evenly throughout the day. So you could aim for 20 to 25 grams per meal. Another helpful way to do this is actually structuring your meals and building your protein around these. So if your structure of your meals is breakfast, lunch, dinner, and a snack, the first thing I would do is look at my main protein source I'm going to have within those meals and aim for 20 to 25 grams within those. Now, lastly, I just want to say that, you know, 
muscle isn't bad and it's not going to make you bulky. What it is going to do is help you look leaner, look more toned, create definition in the body and create strength and let you live a healthier and longer life with more freedom for a longer period of time so you don't have to bloody have loads of assistance, be using walking sticks and wheelchairs and things like that. So hopefully this podcast has shown you the importance of strength training far beyond weight loss or any physical composition within your body. And if you aren't already weight training, then I hope you get inspiration to start it for all of the bloody benefits that I have just explained. Now, if you have never weight trained before or you don't know what to do, get in contact with me via the show notes below. I'm happy to have a conversation with you, give you a bit of a help. I can give you like an example workout to do in the gym or at home just so that you can start building that confidence up and start getting weight training into your lifestyle and make it a habit because once you do, you'll be kicking yourself thinking, why didn't I do this before? But also for anyone currently weight training or getting into it, just knowing that building muscle is not a bad thing. Building muscle for females is not going to make you bulky or manly. It's actually going to allow you to create the body that you want and that you've dreamt of. Any questions at all, just click the show notes below and I really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you found this helpful, make sure you like, subscribe and share this with someone you may think would also find this episode helpful. If you'd like to chat to me, you can find my details in the show notes below.